This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore what you need to do before you go out bushwalking to avoid getting lost or injured. In Australia, a bushwalker is rescued every day. Appropriate preparation before you head out into the wilderness will reduce your chances of getting lost. But if you do lose your way, preparedness also increases the likelihood of being rescued. One of the most common dangers would be choosing a trail that is not appropriate for your level of fitness or experience. And then what can happen is, you know, you don't have enough water or enough food or you've got the wrong clothing or you don't have a first aid kit if it goes wrong or a communication device. So the most important thing is to do that little bit of planning to make sure that you've got what you need for the area that you're going to. Let's get started. Bushwalking is a popular recreational activity in Australia. It is one of the best ways to discover the country's vast and unique natural environment. But despite everyone's best efforts, people still get lost while bushwalking. Around 95% are found within 12 hours by dedicated outdoor enthusiasts like Cara Ryan, a search commander with the New South Wales SES Bush Search and Rescue. Miss Ryan draws on her extensive experience to communicate bushwalking safety. There's a really handy acronym to remember, and it's TREK, T-R-E-K. And that stands for T, for take what you need, R, for register your intentions, which is just a fancy way of saying tell someone where you're going, E, for emergency communications or emergency beacons, and K, know your route and stick to it. Always check the weather forecast and research the route you will be taking. This will help determine the items you will need to carry in your backpack. Miss Ryan lists some things that you should take with you. Food and a good amount of water, especially if you're walking in hot days. Snacks, things like nuts and chocolate. Then you'll need some layers of clothing for the different seasons and a raincoat. Take your map and a compass if you know how to navigate with that, or you could even just download a navigation app onto your phone. A hat is really important, sunscreen, and make sure that you're wearing a pair of shoes that's really comfy. And one of the best things is to take some friends with you. Bushwalking solo means there's no one to assist if you're injured. Kirsten Mayer from Bushwalking New South Wales says you should always pack a first aid kit. 
Well, ideally, you go in a group of four as the bare minimum. So you help the injured person with your first aid kit as much as possible. If that person cannot walk, then leave one person with the injured party and two of the other people can then walk out and seek help. They may need to walk some distance to get mobile reception or to get back to their cars and go for help that way. It's also vital to let other people know your plans. Kara Ryan says you can inform the National Parks and Wildlife Service, the police, or a trusted friend. When it comes to registering your intentions, just telling someone where you're going, make sure you give some detail. So exactly the track that you're wanting to do, when you expect to get out, and make sure that when you do finish your walk that you get in touch with them to let them know that you're back safe. Also, consider taking an emergency beacon or GPS tracker. These devices allow satellites to identify where you are and call for help. Miss Mayer explains. Often when you're in the bush, you don't have mobile reception. So what we do as bushwalkers is carry what's called a PLB, a personal locator beacon. And if you get into serious trouble, you can set off the personal locator beacon and the police can find you by whatever means necessary, maybe helicopter, maybe by bush search. Usually people will set off a PLB when they're injured, but also can be because you're so lost you can't find your way out. You can rent these devices from some outdoor stores, national parks offices, and even from some police stations near national parks. You can also download the free Emergency Plus app. Although it does require phone coverage to work, it provides your location and allows calls for help. Ms. Mayer says once you're in the bush, it is important to know your route and stick to it. So this means knowing exactly where you're going, following the signs, having a map with you, knowing what time you're going to be out, and then don't change your course midway. So in case something does happen, remember you've told someone where you're going. So that means us in the emergency services will be able to know where you are to come and find you. Helen Donovan from Walking South Australia recommends ensuring you pick a bushwalk that matches your physical capabilities. One of the most common dangers would be choosing a trail that is not appropriate for your level of fitness or experience and then what can happen is you know you don't have enough water or enough food or you've got the wrong clothing or you don't have a first aid kit if it goes wrong or a communication device so the most important thing is to do that little bit of planning to make sure or that you've got what you need for the area that you're going to. Even with careful planning, people still get lost. So what should you do? Miss Ryan recommends you sit down and calm yourself first. Have a drink of water. If you've got a little stove there, you could even make a cup of tea. And by sitting down, that allows you to calm yourself down and make really clear decisions. The worst thing you can do is get yourself even more lost by trying to keep going and thinking, oh, I'm sure it's just around the corner. That's what we call bending the map. Have a think about the last time you knew where you were. Maybe you saw a sign or a junction. Perhaps you can retrace your steps a short distance, but be sure to mark your way with obvious items. If you don't have an emergency beacon and you feel your situation is critical, try your best to make yourself visible. Miss Ryan again. If the weather's right and there's resources available, we'll put helicopters up in the air to see if we can spot you. So bright coloured clothing in the bush is really important, like yellows and oranges and red and even some bright blues. These are colours that don't appear in the early bush. They're going to make you visible from the helicopter.
You can use torches and the flash on a camera or any shiny object, like if you've got a first aid kit, it should have a silver emergency blanket. Lay those out and that should reflect the light and help us see you again from the helicopter. You can also lay out brightly coloured objects. If you're injured or the weather is bad, find a sheltered location, get warm, remove any wet clothing and, if you can, build a fire. This will aid your visibility. Next, take stock of your supplies. You may need to ration your food and water while waiting for rescue. However, safety begins before you even set out to bushwalk. Completing a first aid course is a great way to skill yourself up so you can take care of yourself and those around you. Ms. Mayer also highly recommends joining a bushwalking club. You learn loads of practical skills while you're bushwalking. It also means you've got a party size of four to be safe in the bush. You'll find friendly people and they'll teach you all sorts of skills like how to navigate, how to read a map and compass, how to perform basic first aid, what to do when you get into trouble. They have loads of experience and what's more, they'll take you to amazing places that most people don't go to. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Melissa Compagnoni and hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 